0: Welcome aboard, Captain.
1: Welcome back to Wrath of Khan Minute. The Semi-Daily Podcast, where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. And welcome back. It's Monday. How you doing, Chris? Good, good. and good weekend? I did. Very good weekend. Excellent. And we are moving on to minute number 28. And it starts with Bones leaning over Kirk's shoulder saying shore leave admiral and it ends with uh kirk's tour of the engineering department yes
0: so yes we so, get uh, we get the answer to uh what's wrong with scotty or what was wrong yep. with scotty what was the weeb out uh, <laughs> shore leave
1: so i think it's a still a little uh still a little, a little ambiguous and <laughs> a little ambiguous yep, and we're still waiting for some of our listeners to uh, get back to us to- to say hey um what do they think we the wee bout is right so Uh, hopefully we'll have some of that in in the future for sure
0: there's one uh um you know obviously the shore leave is it could be a cover for anything um i think mccoy is just you know trying to it's he's in front of the whole crew and I, i don't know if you noticed the uh the gentleman to uh mr scott's left actually reacts to this uh the other cadets, everyone's kind of oh, yeah. looking straight ahead. <laughs>
1: he and, does, yeah. Uh, he,
0: he kind of like, hmm, <laughs> I know what he's talking about. Um,
1: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, as we're, we're, you know, we. This is one thing I wanted to talk about last minute, and I'm going to bring it up now because we're sort of, as we're seeing uh, the crew, and, you know, when you think of the movies going forward a little bit, you, you think of that. Iconic outfit, you know, it's the maroon sort of jacket with the fold over and the and the clip that comes over, and you know, most of the senior staff wears them: Spock, Kirk, McCoy, etc. They they all wear that outfit. Mm -hmm. And going back to the original series, you know, they had the gold shirt, they had the red shirt, and the blue shirt, and that sort of signified the, I guess, the department or the area of expertise that you were. You know, you were in. Right. They had different versions of the shirt. Obviously, like, they had the the, the good-looking ones for when the, you know, they were, they had people on on board. But yeah. it was still the same gold, you know, red and blue. Here, we're sort of seeing the jacket. Now we're seeing engineering outfits. And we also see medical personnel wearing these sort of white smocks.
0: Yeah, I noticed that, that in it, those white smocks, uh... Totally remind me of um, the motion picture. I feel like right. that's that they were wearing those in the motion picture,
1: right? And I just want to give a, a I don't tip of the cap, a nod, you know, to say that the, the the costume designers here did a fantastic job. That you know, giving each sort of unit their own unique look, rather than just saying, I ah, just give them red shirts." Yeah, right. just give them, you know, Gulch. You know, they did they did a really great job. Yeah, I agree. Especially the engineering ones. I mean, they definitely look like
0: um, these guys are going to be working in a hazardous area. Those those oh, yeah. suits, those suits yeah. look a little bit, you know, safety oriented. Definitely. Yeah, that's good point. Yeah. Although they yeah. do have the Tron discs in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Not,
1: sure. Not sure. Now with those, those uh, they look like some sort of hose attachment.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's I don't know. Maybe it's a helmet that goes with these.
1: <laughs> Perhaps.
0: So we get to meet uh, meet a new character here. Uh, yep, Midshipman First Class Peter Preston, Engineer's Mate, Sir.
1: Sir, yes.
0: He's got quite the title.
1: And, and is uh, yes, he does. Yeah, I know. And he's uh, his first training voyage. Yep. And we will find out who he really is in the next minute. But I'm going to ask you the question: mm-hmm. Does Kirk know him? Is that why he stops and talks to him? Because he knows who he is. Oh, that's
0: a good question. I always assumed he just picked the kid out of the line, you know, just to randomly, right. you know, as as he's t- as he's allowed to, you know, uh, so just randomly select someone and grill him, right? Right. Um, so I always took it that way. But no, I suppose he might he might know them. He might know him.
1: I mean, there's sort of that, you know, McCoy in the background sort of has the, you know, he has a little bit of a smile, and you know, maybe it is. Maybe it's just random random block just happens to pick him but again we'll find out in the next minute who he really is but i just uh, wanted to know what you thought i think he knows him i think he knows who he is
0: and i'm gonna put i'm gonna put my dave hat on and say foreshadowing yeah <laughs> of all yes, the kids of definitely. all the cadets he talks to he talks to this one yes
1: foreshadowing. And why?
0: Why?
1: anyway <laughs> <laughs> i know you i know you love foreshadowing I do, yes, uh, um, so yeah, so we move on, and uh, they're gonna start in the engine room, you know, <laughs> yep. Kirk tells Mr. Scott, you know uh, we're gonna we're gonna go start in the uh, engine room, and everything's in order, well, that'll be a pleasant surprise, buddy, <laughs> and that's a
0: that one's probably uh, that one's probably on the edge of uh, pushing the humor too far, right, uh, but it's definitely you know. Definitely, you know Kirk needling Scotty, Mr. For, Scott. Yes, for 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 their uh, uh, their history, the, the, all the things that's happened uh, to the Enterprise over the years. Uh, yep, but I do get a kick out of that line.
1: And uh, so Spock dismisses everybody, mm-hmm. and as we're coming back up the torpedo bay, you see, and I think you said this offline a little bit, and I'm gonna have to agree with you that it, you know, Uhura has still has Kirk's book. Mm-hmm. She's looking at it, and I almost get the feeling like Kirk, O'Sulu, and Uhura are either reading the book or they're talking about the book. Or hey, maybe Spock read, wrote some personal message in the in the cover, and yeah. they're, read, they're reading that and you know having a little uh, little ch- chuckle about it. They're calling Spock a suck-up for <laughs> <Give> <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh yeah yeah they are they're definitely they're definitely taking a peek at it and uh and even as Hora walks off walks off uh, out of the torpedo bay she's she's heads down in it she's gonna walk yeah, she's, into a piece a pipe or something if she's not careful <laughs> she can walk out the airlock. <laughs> so this is one of my this is one of my uh, I really enjoy this next exchange. Uh, it's kind of that, yes it's a uh, um. Savik and spock having a, a side conversation a observation of of kirk yeah um, and uh it's, it's subtitled because presumably they're speaking in vulcan right and uh you know, he's never what i expect sir um, what surprises you uh, he's so human
1: yeah <laughs> so uh,
0: which you know which is is funny right and then yep. and then spock even gets something you know the drop on the next one he's like well Nobody's perfect. Right. Which is, right,
1: funny, funny, um, subtle. But is that... A little out of character. A little bit, but even even he's human, though, because he's part human. Sure. And is he saying to himself, nobody's perfect? Oh, right, describing himself? Yeah, well, he's like, he's so human, and then, well, nobody's perfect, like... We all have our flaws Sort of a nod to me I, I'm part human And aren't you part Romulan?
0: Right, right Well, there's so there's a few things here So um, I never noticed, never noticed before But when she says He's so human There's that yes. pause Right? Um, right Foreshadowing Oh, right, yes um, So we should be keeping track Of all the foreshadowing too uh, but there's, <laughs> there's there's a foreshadowing. That one's really subtle. I never I've never picked up on it until now, um, and uh, and I think I, I I never I've always from early you know early viewings of the movie I always thought the scene looked weird as they're talking. Uh, yes, because it you know, always has. Yeah, it's clearly they're grade. dubbed. Yeah, they're they're dubbed over. But I didn't realize until re, you know researching that they're actually. They're actually speaking the, the the subtitles. They're speaking the right. English words, and they've been dubbed over in Vulcan. Yeah, uh, so it's so if you were a lip yeah, reader, yeah, it, you could you could see this conversation.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's one of the things that makes it weird. I mean, you hear the dubbing, and you're sort of like, oh, okay, it's it it's definitely been dubbed. But then when you look at it closely, as we've been doing like over these minutes, and you see it, and you're like, yeah, they don't match up. So there's, and then finally in research. They're, yeah, they're speaking, they're speaking English.
0: Right. And even, I'm trying to like read their lips as they're doing it. And I still feel like they might actually be saying a variation of this exchange in English. It, they could be, yes. Yeah, it just, anyway. Um, but to tack on to this, this is more, the, this conversation actually got, got cut. There's more to this conversation. Um, after he, you know, he drops that perfect... Oh, you know, we can't all be perfect, Savikop. Uh Right, yeah. He actually continues on. Um, and uh, this is coming from the, the shooting script. Uh, you must control your prejudices and rem- remember that as a Vulcan as well as a Romulan, you are forever a stranger in an alien land. Around you are humans, and as a member of Starfleet, you are unlikely ever to escape their presence or their influence. You must learn tolerance in addition to all else I have taught you. Tolerance is logical. So Ooh. there's a little bit of little bit of setup there um yeah you know that oh he's been her is he like um her mentor
1: yeah definitely
0: Um, it kind of tightens their relationship a bit i mean it's you kind of get sense well okay she's vulcan he's you know she's part vulcan he's part vulcan uh right actually we know it's that's, that's that's not canon right in canon she's a Vulcan um, yeah so we assume they have some kind of relationship but this this exchange uh, had it been left in the film would have tightened that up to say okay they've got more they have more of a relationship going on than just uh, a, a trainer to
1: his trainee crew yes right so I thought that was that's interesting they could have left that in no yeah no and I, I, this definitely and I'm, I'm gonna jump movies but this definitely takes place again in another movie um, in uh, number number 6 where he has sort of the mentee mentor relationship with another vulcan. That's right. So, it's yeah, it would have been interesting to see like that play out here, you know, with an extended scene and then in that movie. I think I would have I would have liked that. Yeah, agreed.
0: So we cut to the engine room.
1: Cut to the engine room and we talked about this on, offline a little bit, and it's like – you would ask me, like, do you like the engine room? And I do and I don't because I, I, I think I mentioned to you that the way they did a lot of the engineering in the reboot where it's – again, they show this big, grandiose machines working and doing you know all the things, and the warp core is gigantic and mm-hmm. – you know, I, I really like that. And here, it's just sort of like this long tube that goes up the, you know, goes up the ship.
0: Right. Um. um this is the second appearance of the warp core. Um, I thought it was the first where they had this, you know, giant thing because you never see the warp core like this in the television show. Um, right. Yeah. I don't even know if you even see it. You always see kind of see that long when they're ever they're always in the engine room, and I always thought you always see that kind of that long. That's not a tunnel, but I always thought they were like at the at the front of the nacelles, yeah. looking down the nacelles. You know, there was that right. long, long chamber, um, and so I, I was I was thinking this was the first appearance of the warp core, you know, where it's you know we now we see this over and over again in the mm-hmm. in next generation, and you know this big tall glowing, um, but it actually you see it you you see the same one in the in the motion picture. It's the same oh. same setup same okay. set. Yep. Um, and, uh, I, you, you brought up the, everybody's uniform and everything. Um, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, as you know, some movies date themselves with, you know, hairstyles like, you know, star Wars is pretty classic, you know, um, space, space fantasy and everything, except for the hairstyles. Right. You can tell that movie was made in the seventies. Um, (laughs) This one, when you see all the engineers guys from it, we're looking down uh, from the sec- second floor down onto the, the main floor, and you can see everybody's boots. They're wearing moon boots, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yep, those I had those when I was playing in the snow when I in, when I was that age. Well, not that age, but right here, right. I was ten going on eleven, yeah. and that winter, I'm sure I had moon boots, and not because they were in uh, in a Star Trek movie. It's because that was the fashion at the time, and they just reused them. I mean, and, huh?
1: They, so, they totally did well they probably were they probably were cheap budget oh, budget oh we got to put some oh we got to put some boots on them yeah just go down to the local uh bradley's and get them some <laughs> uh, moon boots
0: well done i was hoping i was hoping you were going to pull out a 70s store when you <laughs> bradley's wow flashback um that's great uh we may may also be uh Regionalizing ourselves here in New England, yeah. but, uh, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, the moon boots—I I, got to chuckle out of those—and we 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 get we get another great shot of the moon boots later too in the film, which I always I always always makes me smile. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, um, I'm out of notes. This uh, this uh, kind of the the warp core. This shot in the engine room is uh, uh, just a little too brief. Um, yep. Uh, we'll get we'll get to see more uh, more details in the in the next minute.
1: Uh, yep, so and so. yep. You got anything else? I do not. I am good for this minute.
0: All right. Well, in that case, we're going to ask folks to uh,
1: find us online. You can uh, you can find us online at Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook at the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation. Make sure you send us an invite. Send us emails at podcast at dot com. And we'll be back here on Wednesday? Yes. Wednesday here at the Wrath of Khan Minute.